Dude, hi. You're gonna give me some pie. Welcome to the PieCast, serving up an extra slice of the strange. Welcome everyone to the PieCast. This episode we've got a special guest with us, so let's just get right into that. And now it's time to check in with Half Pint, our conspiracy correspondent. There is no dark side of the moon, really. Matter of fact, it's all dark. As quoted by the great Roger Waters at the end of that magnificent album, Dark Side of the Moon. The far side of the moon is a title-locked position that, well, we really can't see. And has this led to many, many conspiracy theories? What could be on the other side of the moon? Do we know? Do we really, really know? Well, according to all the UFO magnets, it hides an ancient civilization. Wait, are you talking me? Are you talking with me through this, Mandy? Or are you just yeah. gonna sit? Well, what do you think? I don't know. You're just reading. <laughs> I'm. I'm not reading. I'm making this up as I go along. <laughs> do I think there's aliens on the dark side of the moon? Do you think there's aliens on the dark side of the moon? I think there's aliens. Period. I don't know if they live on the moon. I mean, the moon well, seems like a pretty boring planet to live on because there's just nothing. Well, that's not what you know. All the conspiracy theorists, including myself, out there would have you believe. Uh, as ha- actually, as a matter of fact, Neil Armstrong actually stopped in the middle of his moonwalk, for his first moonwalk, and actually said, they're, they're here, they're here, what are they going to do? I have no idea what they're going to do, but hey, let's find out. Did he actually say that? Well, that's alleged. It has, I have yet to actually find the audio. He apparently said it in the closed medical channel, and but yet, they say it exists, but does it really exist? Who knows? You know what I mean? Wasn't there, like, weird like recordings or something from one of the apollo things where they were talking about like seeing shit outside or something and that's actually that's actually from armstrong where he said you know um there's two of them they're outside and they're trying they're telling us never to come back uh it the story exists but no one's yet to find the audio which is funny yeah i thought i thought that there was audio maybe it's from one of the other ones no that one (sighs) There's that one. A lot of it, the audio doesn't exist, but uh, the story of the audio exists, but not the actual audio. Does that make sense? Yeah. I guess it's just like from like transcriptions or something. Alleged transcriptions. The, these are from people who were there who heard the story, not direct witnesses themselves. So he says something about like, don't come back or something like that? Uh, allegedly, the aliens told Armstrong that they were not allowed there, that they were to come back. But, you know, if there were aliens on the moon... Even the amateur astrologers would have discovered them by now. Then maybe that's just me. Well, because, like, isn't there, like, the dark side of the moon? Isn't that, like, fake, though? Like, it's not really, like, a thing? I thought that was, like, it wasn't, like, a thing. Like, you could actually see, like, the whole moon or something. You can't. It's tidal locked. There's actually a portion. There's a thing at the most. You can only see 59% of the moon at any given time. And there's 41% that you don't see because it's on the other side. It's not dark. It's just on the other side of the moon. But does it ever, like, rotate around? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's tidal locked. The position that we see of the moon is what we see. Oh, okay. I, don't, like, I think that'd be, like, a pretty boring place for aliens to live. Eh, not according to, not according to the conspiracy nuts out there. You know, they gotta have, be somewhere close by where they're one light minute away from ending it all for us, right? But, like, it's there's just nothing. Like, it's just, like, rock and basically, like, like living out in the desert. Pretty much. So unless they're like 
tunneling in caves or living in caves or something. I mean, there's not like there's anything really there. There's not like resources or anything on the moon. I actually have a quote right here. The first, the far side was first seen directly by human eyes during the Apollo 8 mission in 1968. Astronaut William Anders described the review. The backside looks like a sand pile my kids have played in for some time. It's all beat up, no definition, just a lot of bumps and holes. Yeah, so there you go. It's like nothing. So, like, do they live in caves? Uh, one of the views, uh, I think I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember which specific mission. If it was 15 or 14, uh, they were doing flybys. Uh, of course, as one, as there are two people on the moon. There's one person in the ship orbiting the moon. As it goes around, okay. well, they were doing a flyby as one of the moonshots, and apparently there was smoke and light coming out of one of the caves, and it was conveniently edited out of uh, public viewing. But I've yet to see, I've yet to actually believe that one as well. That's kind of weird. How would there be like smoke in space? I, in an atmospheric environment, I know, right? Because isn't that why they're like, oh, the flag was waving on the moon, so that means it's fake. No, it's the vacuum. That actually has been disproven. <laughs> the moon landing wasn't faked? The moon landing... I told you this before. It was actually more technologically possible to go to the moon than to fake going to the moon. <laughs> but didn't Stanley Kubrick, like, make the whole moon movie? Well, he made 2001, but he was no... He was... He had it right for the most part, but he had quite a bit of it wrong, too. But they say that he made, like, the moon one. That it was him that directed it. That's, like, the No, theory. he couldn't have. He couldn't have directed it. Like I said, it was more technologically possible to go to the moon than to fake going to the moon. <laughs> there was actually some documentary on something on Netflix where they were, like, talking about that. And, like, how they figured that... Well, it was, like, under the theory that it was fake. And they figured it was fake because it was, like, such a rush to get to space against Russia that they kind of just they probably could have did it anyway so they just sent astronauts up to kind of like orbit around but they didn't actually land and then they just like sent them back down on the last day so they actually went up into space they just didn't land on the moon well that's the popular belief but you gotta understand we had just come from world we were 20 years they were 20 years shy of world war ii and the technological advances that had been made in that time was also unprecedented I mean, shit, you can look back at 1903 from that whole difference, and that whole that whole year was technologically unprecedented. It happens when we put our focus towards it. We put over $14 billion in the Space Administration. Of course we went to the moon. Well, Just that, saying. It's, like, well, like you said, like 1903 and the end of the... The 1800s there where there was like all the Victorian times where there's so many inventions and just like that giant burst of technology. So like, and then we had and then we had to have a world war or a European revolution and then we had to have a world war to kind of solve that issue. Yeah. I, so mean, I mean, it, it kind of makes sense that they probably could have like, you know, been ahead of their time for the moon landing. You gotta understand the V two rocket was originally designed as a suborbiter. It was not designed as a military use. It was given a military use. Don't get me wrong, but it was originally designed as a suborbital uh, for suborbital flight, flight and did it very well. They had the technology, but the people paying them wanted them, wanted von Braun to build bombs and not you know rocket ships. Well, yeah, because they need bombs. 
<laughs> we, we needed bombs, and then that that like I said, the uh, uh, the beat that, that that's how that happened. And what else are we gonna talk about here about the moon? Who wants to go back? <laughs> well, isn't that weird too that like they kind of just abandoned going to the moon? Well, like, why don't we like, go to the moon anymore? Well, we don't go to the moon anymore because it was expensive, and then everyone got bored of it. We went to the moon, <laughs> and that was it. Maybe it really was aliens that chased them off, and that's why they don't go back. You know, it could very well be. We could be onto something there, you know? What kind of yeah, aliens we... would live on the moon? Like, rocky aliens? I mean, that's the thing. What kind of sort of people would live on the moon? Would it be the ones that discovered our ancient civilizations for us? The ones that built the pyramids? Because if it's, like, like greys, like most aliens are, they wouldn't really be suited for living on the moon because they're small and squishy. And it's, like, a big arid desert, rocky-type environment. You need, like, lizard people to live on the moon. Oh, the lizard people? Well, you'd expect it to be more like, like a lizard-type alien that would live in, like, a rocky desert-type planet and caves and shit. I'm sure I'm sure David Ike would appreciate that very, very much, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't think that, like, small, squishy aliens would live on the moon because it just wouldn't be suited to them. Even if they're living in, like, caves and shit. But how would they breathe? They, I guess they don't inhale oxygen or anything like that. I guess they just live in a vacuum. Maybe they have spacesuits. That would be weird. <laughs> Sending in the idea of an alien would be weird. The idea of an alien's not weird because it's like naive to think that we're the only thing in the whole universe that's like living. Well, it's beyond human comprehension. I mean, you tell someone down the set down here in the south, "Hey, there's someone else here, or there, we're not the only beings on this planet." Bullshit. Yeah. What do you think, like, how big the universe is? Not even just our solar system. The whole universe. Actually, it's un- it's unfathomable because the observable universe is only 6 billion years old and we can see past that. And so you think, like, you know, to think that we're the only living thing on this one little tiny planet in this one little tiny galaxy is, like, ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong on that one. Do you think it's anything like Independence Day Resurgence where they come back and they're going to kill us all? <laughs> I don't think that they'd come kill us because I don't think that we'd even be like a blip on any aliens really radar because we're destroying our planet anyway so there's not much resources left and we're not really a threat to anyone because we're more concerned with blowing ourselves up than like getting off the planet and blowing up other people. I know, right? You'd think we'd just stop and go, hey, let's see what's out there even more but we'll blow, we'll, we'll kill each other before that ever happens. <laughs> well, I know it's not moon related but they have what the thing at jupiter now yeah i read about that and i was waiting for the uh there was a guy who actually did a study on how beings these gas-like beings could exist on jupiter and then he did all these drawings and stuff and i'm like i'm waiting for those pictures to come out yeah how could something like live in like a gas bubble simple it's a uh because there's no density or that planet is very dense there's no there is no surface, right, or something like that? Yeah, it's just gas. It's a ball of gas. God, I couldn't... I forget how it works. It's something like a green organism that can float around and lives off of the uh, and lives off the gases in between and stuff like that. Weird. Yeah. With the moon and, like, the dark side of the moon, do you think that, like, that's, like, the reason that it's, like dark or whatever and the aliens live there because it's dark and that we can't actually see it and that's where they kind of like hide out 
It it would be convenient, but they were they're like I said, uh, they're taking up about less than fifty percent of the moon's surface. So why would they even huddle in that small area? Maybe it's the only part where like it's actually like livable for whatever creatures that live there. Like maybe there's a system of caves in that specific part with like if you go in far enough there's atmosphere or something. And like that's why they're only living in that one little small area because the rest of the planets or the what all the rest of the moons just not like inhabitable to them. Or like Zion in the Matrix. Yeah, like it's just just that small part where they chose to live. Mm. I mean, I guess it would kind of make sense if that's where the aliens always visit Earth live because it's like a close base. Like maybe it's just a base for them. They don't actually live there. It's like their outpost. It's possible. Then they just kind of like go there and then as like a stopover on the way to Earth to abducting southerners and anal probing them. Or hiding out in the black, or hiding out in the uh, Black Knight satellite, the Dark Knight satellite, as or yeah, that thing's fucked up. See, I've had someone tell me that what the those pictures are is actually a uh, um, is a space blanket that caught that got uh, removed or whatever, and it's floating out there in the breeze or whatever. Because we do have a, sh- a ton of trash and debris yeah. out there in space. There's so much garbage. Just do things like ever break down and disintegrate in space or is it just keep keep them as they are keep them as they are so like whatever crap's up there is just like always be there it's not gonna like break down at all for the moment yeah until it slowly works its way well, onto earth yeah i guess because it's a vacuum so nothing's really gonna affect it yeah it would just kind of like freeze pretty much pretty much there's like way too much shit flying up around all the old space junk Maybe the aliens collect all the space junk and use it for their base on the moon. Maybe they use it and they sell it. <laughs> that's their like outpost for selling shit that they collect from Earth. That's the, that's the junker right there. That's the girl from Star Wars. That's her yeah, deal. Exactly. <laughs> captures she she flies in a little ship. She captures it and you know they sell it on their moon outpost. Yeah, and then she can only get like two rations for it or whatever. <laughs> Any more thoughts on the moon? Nope. Just, I want to go back. Wait, I've never been. Or have I Personally? (laughs) Who knows? If you had a chance to go to the moon, would you go to the moon? I would. I don't want to leave Earth. The thought of, like, leaving the planet just... It only takes four days. It you're you're back in about two weeks. It takes four, and that's uh, that was at Apollo travel. It takes you four days to get to the moon. You spend like a day there. You fly back up. You go back. You could be back in a week. I'd spend about I spend a couple of days on the moon. I just don't like the thought of like leaving the planet. Like planes are bad enough. I don't want to be like floating up there and then like getting stuck and not being able to like get back to Earth. You know, it's whatever. If you're in space, hey, they can always turn down your oxygen. That's just the way it works. Yeah. Oh, it just makes me like nervous looking at that shit. And like that, what the friggin' movie with like Sandra Bullock, where she's like flying around up there and shit. And there was in uh, Mission to Mars, where like the one guy was like out of range and just like drifting around up there. Ugh, I don't like the thought of it. Actually, I'll ask you this one. Do you believe that the Soviets sent people up into space, but then they couldn't confirm it because they didn't come back? Yeah, I believe that story. That's a really good one right there. Actually, the Russians at one point allegedly were willing, This is they were willing to send people to the moon without a way of bringing them back. 
Russia's shady, so I believe it. Hey, remember, the XKGB still exists. It's called the Russian mob. Yep. They're shady. I believe that they sent people up there and just, like, left them up there. And they're like, oh, whatever. They sent them up there and then stuff happened and, well, you can't come back. What do you mean you can't can't come back? Well, they're doing that with Mars. They're sending people to Mars with no way back. Um, that's at the moment. That's not, that's actually not going to happen. The one group that was supposedly doing it, yeah, their funding was shady. Big shocker there. Yeah. <laughs> they only needed about $4 billion and they were going to do that whole reality TV thing. You see, I couldn't do that. I could go to the moon because I would be coming back, right? Yeah. It it only taken me four days to get there and four days. With the, with Mars, it's nine months there. Yep. And then nine months back. Yep. Can't drink. Nope. You can't. Uh, you screwed right there. <laughs> yeah, can't, can't drink. You can't. You know, do anything crazy. You are physically unable, or men are physically unable to have sex. Yep. Because there's such low blood pressure. I just couldn't do it. It's nine months there. To even spend one day, it's nine months there. You land, and then it's another nine months back. Hey, it ain't worth it. And that's if that's if the one plan. I don't even know why they wanted them to stay. Why did they not want them to come back or something? Was it? I don't know. I think it was just like it wasn't going to be possible for them to come back or some bullshit. So it's like, well, you go there to die. Awesome. No, you or you go there till you die. Yeah. It's like, how would you come back? And then the other thing is, you couldn't have kids there either for like the first four years because it would take that long to set up all the stuff and everything. Yeah. It's like, why? Just uh, no, it's stupid. And again, it's another like arid desert place. Like why? Where the aliens exist, and there's running water there, too. Well, there's more of a chance of aliens on Mars than the moon. Well, Mars once wants an Earth-like environment until it was exposed. Yep. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I guess that's all the thoughts on the moon. Yep, that'll, be, that'll about do it. And now it's time to serve up your slice of the strange. And because this episode was based on the moon, I decided to offer two strange moon facts for you. The first one being that the moon actually has earthquakes. Despite being a dead hunk of rock with very little geological activity, the moon is actually prone to shaking fits. These earthquake-like tremors are called moonquakes, and there are four different kinds of them. The first three types, deep quakes, vibrations from meteorite impacts, and thermal quakes caused by the sun's heat are relatively harmless. But the fourth one can be quite unpleasant. These shallow moonquakes can register up to 5.5 on the Richter scale, which is enough to move some furniture around and give you a bit of a shake, <laughs> and can last for actually up to 10 minutes. According to NASA, these quakes also have the effect of making the moon ring like a bell, which is a little bit strange, and I don't know why they'd know it rings like a bell, because I thought there was no sound in space. <laughs> the frightening thing about moonquakes is that we have no real idea of what causes them. Earth earthquakes are usually caused by the movement of tectonic plates, but the moon doesn't have any active plate tectonics. Some researchers think that they may have some link to the Earth's tidal activity, which is caused by the moon's pull. However, this theory is inconclusive, as the tidal forces the effect entirety of the moon, but moonquakes are usually localized. And the other fact about the moon for you I have is it's a twin planet, or so some people think. <laughs> Most people think the moon is, well, moon. But there is some talk that it should actually be classified as a planet. For one, it's far too big to be a true moon. Being about one-fourth the diameter of Earth, it's easily the biggest moon in relation to its planet in the solar system. 
Pluto has a moon called Charon, or Charon, I'm not sure how you say that, <laughs> that is half its, half its diameter in size, but since Pluto isn't a real planet anymore, or is it today, I mean, it kind of depends on the day of the week, right? Um, but that moon doesn't count. Because of its large size, the moon doesn't actually orbit Earth at all. Instead, Earth and moon orbit each other around a point between them. This point, called a barycenter, and the illusion the moon is actually orbiting Earth comes from the fact that the barycenter is currently located outside, or sorry, inside the Earth's crust. The fact that the barycenter remains inside the Earth is pretty much the only reason the Earth and moon aren't classified as a twin planet, instead a planet and its satellite. However, this may change in the future. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your slice of the strange. I want to give a shout out to Recap, the band that provided the music that I use for my show. And say that you can check them out at Recap Band on Twitter, as well as you can find me on Twitter at ThePiePod. And find me online at ThePiePodcast.com and on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search for The Piecast. And also, I'm a proud member of the Pottern Family Network.